If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal. For anybody that wants to do this test, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com, Viome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. we got a whole bunch of callers on hold, and our first guest is Miss Ashley from the Lilac Podcast. Hi, Ashley, girl. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks. Please tell everybody where you're located. I am located in a tiny town of Summerland in uh, beautiful British Columbia, Canada. I always ask when somebody is a caller on the show, I say, okay, where are you located? And then they they tell us. So I thought it would be fun for everybody to know that you're in Canada. And do you have that white Mm -hmm. stuff on the ground up there? I sure do, but it's melting by the day, thankfully. Oh, good. Good. Well, Ashley, I was on Ashley's show, everybody, recently, and we had so much fun talking, and I just thought it would be fun to have her on my show to introduce her to all of you. And she was, a, a, um, I don't know, what'd you call yourself, a, a theater actress and, and a song and dance girl? Is that, what do you, what do you, what do you consider yourself? Were you a song and dance girl? I heard Frank Sinatra say he was a song and dance man one time. I thought, well, does that make you a song and dance girl? Yeah, I um in my twenties I I worked professionally in yeah, in theater art and I performed, yeah, all over um different stages, mostly musical theater, so a lot of Disney. Yeah, I was a performer for about a decade. 
Yeah, she has a great voice, you guys. I heard her sing a little bit, and uh, she's got a wonderful voice. Well, you can imagine you were on stage, so I would imagine that you would. You're gonna, not going to put some, <laughs> some you know, untalented girl up on the stage. So that's good. Tell everybody how you got from musical theater into doing what you're doing now with the podcast, and tell everybody a little bit about your podcast. Sure. Yeah, I um, I worked towards a, a career in theater arts for just so many years, and I finally achieved it and was working and found myself deeply unhappy. And that just brought a lot of questions of, okay, what do I actually really want to do now that I've achieved this? Um, and I had met, you know, the love of my life and uh, craved small town living again. So I quit my career and theater, my really successful career in theater, and um, dove headfirst into motherhood. And um, and now I've been, you know, my eldest is eight, and I've been diving into metaphysics for the past de- decade. Um, I'm a, a medium and uh, psychic, and um, so the podcast was, I like to think that m- my podcast actually uh, took me along with it. <laughs> it was something that um, I just allowed through me. Um, I, I, really, I love the book uh, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, and she speaks to inspiration being something that looks for a vessel to allow it to live and to be birthed into the world. And I truly feel that that's what the Lilac podcast was for me. It, I just allowed it to live, and the Lilac essentially is, uh, is a place where I celebrate people. I celebrate stories that need to be told and lessons that we can all learn from and people that live authentically and overcome adversity and heal themselves and essentially blossom unapologetically like the lilac. Oh, I never heard of that, that the lilac <laughs> blossoms unapologetically. <laughs> Do other plants <laughs> not? <laughs> Do they apologize before they bloom? You know, it's <laughs> you know what? It's um, its season is really short, and okay. the blooms are so prolific that they hang down, and you can smell it from blocks away. So yeah. it it um, it it is just my my signpost to sort of that we 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 don't live on Earth very long. We're only here for a short amount of time. So I feel like we all need to blossom unapologetically and live in our own truth and um, share joy and and expand our consciousness and grow and learn the lessons, you know? So that's what it's all about. Yeah. Do you have any tips for our listeners of how they can do that? You know, like, you know, one or two suggestions of what they can do to help them bloom unapologetically. I love that. (laughs) Um, Essentially, you need to follow your own path and you need to listen to your own inner knowing. And for me, I think it's different for every single person. They find themselves in something that brings them joy. And I think I have learned not to apologize for myself, for being myself. And that is so freeing. And that's what the podcast essentially is doing. It's, it's, um, it's allowing people that generally don't have a voice to have a voice, like the caregivers, the healers, um, shamans, mystics, artists, advocates, 
um, for the marginalized, um, beautiful people who blossom in their own way, in their own truth. Well, it does take golden ovary courage. I like to use that, you know, that description mm-hmm. because, yeah, it took it took golden ovary courage for me to put myself out there. I thought, oh my God, people are going to think I'm just absolutely not. <laughs> and and what yeah, I found, I Ashley, <laughs> yeah, and I just thought, oh my God, here we go. But what I found was that. People were really interested in this woo-woo stuff. If somebody, every every once in a blue moon, not hardly ever, but when I first got started, I had a couple of people say, well, you need to prove this to me. You need to convince me. And I said, no, I really don't. If you want to talk about this, that's fine. We were talking about spirits or something woo-woo-ish. And I said, if you if you want to talk about it, great. If you want to talk about sports or the weather or architecture or art or I'm, I'm happy to talk to you about whatever you want. And then and then I said, well, maybe this just isn't for you. And then it's really funny because I say, no, 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 no. I'm interested. But when people do that, Ashley, what I've found is that they're just afraid of it more than anything. And then if you have yeah. a conversation it's with them and... And I always say, well, do you pray? And they'll say, yeah, I do. And I say, well, to whom are you praying? They'll say Jesus or the Virgin Mary or a saint or the Holy Spirit or whomever, Buddha, whomever. And I'll say, well, so is Jesus or the Virgin Mary sitting on the couch next to you when you're talking with them? And they'll say, no, of course not. And I'll say, okay, so you're talking to a spirit when you're praying? And they'll say, uh, yeah, I guess I am. I'll say, okay, it's the same thing. Does Jesus answer you? Do you get guidance? Yeah. Okay. It's the same thing. You're doing the same thing. And it's, it, you can just watch yeah. the light bulbs go off in their head. It's pretty funny when that happens. Have you had any experiences like that? Yeah, I just, I, I think that there is this movement to an awakening kind of world that people are sort of expanding their consciousness and um, it's just beautiful and I, I, I showcase a lot of different alternative healing modalities. I'm a Reiki practitioner and um, you know I have shamans and I think all sorts of people that just can shine their um, knowledge in the world and if, if it affects one person, if one episode um, helps one person that's the reason I did it. That was That was the purpose. You know, we all have ways that we can all um, allow other people to live better lives by sharing our stories and, and, and speaking truthfully about our own, you know, especially the things that make us scared. You know, those are generally the things that, in my experience, I, I'm supposed to share. I have to, you have to move through fear. Um, yeah, and I, 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 I'm just excited to, to see where it, it takes uh, where it takes me. <laughs> I'm just along right. for the ride, Julie. The lilac is its own vehicle, and I'm I'm along for the ride. Spirit fully, um, fully guides me to every episode. Um, it, I am I am divinely guided to what I, who I'm having on next, and it's just a beautiful thing. And uh, wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> I'm just really grateful. How can people find you? Okay, well, I'm on all the socials. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok at The Lilac Podcast. And uh, thelilacpodcast.com, you can find me there as well. 
Okay. And your show is, do you, you record it and then they, people can find it on their, their podcast, favorite podcast channel. And, and then it's the link to the show that I was on with Ashley is on our, uh, all my social media stuff at Ask Julie Ryan on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all of that. So we've got the link up so everybody can find it to Ashley. Any last words of wisdom that you want to share with our listeners before we go to break? Oh, I'm just so grateful to be on the podcast. I love um, that you just spread so much joy and um, lift people's hearts and uh, expand people's awareness that we are all these divine um divine beings on a having a human experience so thank exactly. you Julie. you're welcome <laughs> all right everybody stay with us we're going to take a quick break when we come back we'll get our first caller on we'll see what their question is and see what spirit has to say the answer is so stay with us you're listening to the ask julie ryan show we'd go to the next caller so here we go and our next caller is Erica hi Erica hey Julie how are you I'm well how are you doing great doing great terrific please tell everybody where you're located today I'm in Fort Myers Florida (laughs) (laughs) today where were you yesterday I was in Fort Myers, Florida yesterday. I just, I travel a lot and I'm getting ready to move to Georgia. Oh, terrific. From where? Where are you coming from? I'm going to be your next door neighbor. Hot dog. Where are you, where are you living? I know. (laughs) Um, I'm currently in Fort Myers, Florida, living down here for the last year and, um, I'm moving up to Dawsonville, Georgia, like near the North Georgia mountains. Exactly, near Dahlonega and all of that. Yes, right by Dahlonega. I know it. It's beautiful. Well, how fun is that? Well, good uh, luck with all of that. Moving is never, you know, it's never something that you search <laughs> out, but it's a, it's a necessary evil that we all have to go through at some point in our lives. Well, do you have a question for me? I do. We need to play detective if possible. Okay. So uh, a friend of mine has been sharing on Facebook a missing person image, and it just draws my attention every time I've seen this image, and I've seen this posting since December. And then she posted it again today, and it just, I don't know, something is bringing me to do this. And I thought, I should call Julie. Maybe she will know what happened to this person or where they are. I don't know who this person is. I have no idea who they are or what happened to them. I just feel called to try and maybe help the situation. I thought Julie might be able to help. And today is Thursday. So I can call and ask. <laughs> you can call and ask. What's do you do you have a name, Erica, and where the person was last seen? 
get. So his name is Jonathan Parker. He goes by short. Um, and he was last seen at Grady Hospital in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And how long has he been missing? Since, I believe, December 23rd. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's still alive. He's staying with friends is what I'm getting. I think he has some mental issues. Uh, I get that he's a paranoid schizophrenic. I don't know that they've posted that, but he is, what I'm hearing is he's with friends. Um, Are you in Atlanta? Yes. I get near Buckhead, Erica, which is pretty, that's a pretty ritzy, that's a pretty ritzy area Buckhead is. Yeah, Um, I used there. (laughs) Yeah. Buckhead's, for those of you that don't know, Buckhead's kind of like the the old money in Atlanta. Uh, Do you want to be found? No. Do you, who's looking for him? His family? Yeah, I believe there's a a wife or significant other, and I believe he has small children. Um, I asked a friend today, you know, was the marriage on the rocks? Maybe he doesn't want to be found. Maybe he just took off and just doesn't want to be found. Maybe he wasn't happy. And she said that the marriage or that relationship was very rocky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. He doesn't want to be found. So he's just laying low. But I don't think he's, I don't think mentally he's healthy either. I think there's. That, I think that makes sense from what I've heard I, I don't well. know that there's. I don't know that it's drugs, Erica, but I think there's a lot of alcohol involved. Got it. Yeah. So how sweet of you to try and help well, them find him. Yeah. You know, some people just, you know, any kind of closure, um, you know, maybe he'll come around. Uh, he's got kids. Maybe he can find some help and whether it's mental health, rehab, something, that would be awesome, um, just for his own sake, um, you know. Yeah. What so I, I heard, what so I heard from him, Erica, was that he uh, he believes that the kids are better off without him around right now. Uh, he believes that that's better for them, for him not to be around. The other thing, okay. too, I think that's really important with this is this is a great example where there's a situation where we look at that and we think, well, that's not good that he's left his family and all of that. And, and it's a it's a horrible situation, certainly for his family going through this, but it's benefiting him in some way. And we have to we have to understand that everybody's spirit goes through whatever it wants to explore and experience, even if we don't understand it at the time. We have to say, okay, well, he's benefiting from this in some way. His spirit is, and so are his children and his wife, because right. you know we have many many lifetimes that we live, and perhaps his wife was the child of somebody who left or was the person who left in a past life or was the parent of or the friend of or the colleague of and the same thing with the children. So it every situation unfolds perfectly even when we look at it that it's less than optimal and and it gives us 
an opportunity to say, okay, well, obviously that's benefiting him, his spirit in the long run in some way, because he wanted to experience and explore that. And we think, well, how do you know that? Well, how do you know as it's happening? That's how you know that his spirit wanted to explore and experience that. So great question. Thanks for calling in. Thanks. Thanks for answering. Now, okay, one last little tidbit. Does he want me to share this information with his, like, if he doesn't want that information to be out there, I will gladly conceal that and not say anything. Um, I don't know these people. I have no idea. I just felt compelled to to dig in. So if he wants to keep that quiet, I don't want to involve myself if, you know, if he doesn't want that. What I'm getting, Erica, is that he doesn't care. Again, I don't think he's dealing with a a full deck mentally. I think that yeah. he is. I think he's mentally ill, and I think he's okay. uh, drinking, you know, to help help him feel better with that. So he doesn't care. Whatever you want to do, whatever you feel led to do, is fine with him. So okay. thanks for calling. Thanks for being a good Samaritan. Welcome back, everybody. Our next caller is Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Hi. How are you, girl? Good. Terrific. Please tell everybody where you're located. Sioux City, Iowa. Sioux City. All right. You got a question for me? Yeah. So I... um was diagnosed with endometriosis in 2017. I have talked to you before about having this ongoing kind of like vulvar irritation issue, which we think is fungal. Nobody else is like, no other doctors are listening yet. But my question is, recently within the last two or three months, I've been having um, like pelvic pain and then now like lower back pain. And I, that used to happen to me a lot. Um, before this laparoscopy that diagnosed the endometriosis, but I don't exactly know if that's what it is or if it's, I, I think it might be infection too. I'm not really sure. And then today, a couple of times when I went to the bathroom, there was a little bit of blood. So if you okay. don't mind, I kind of just yeah. want to look at my pelvis slash um, urinary system and just kind of let me know what you see maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think you do have an infection. What I I did, for those of you that are first-time listeners, is I raised my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly simply because the body has mass. So I'm going to raise my vibrational level. I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to hook into Ashley up in Sioux City. And then I'm going to have a hologram of her in my mind's eye and it's going to be as if I'm looking in an x-ray or a CT scan or an MRI and so something's identified and then there'll be some kind of a healing that will happen so Ashley I'm seeing lots of inflammation I what I'm getting is you have a kidney infection and so I think you want to go to the doctor and they'll do a urinalysis on you and you're they're going to want to put you on some antibiotics so you need to do that soon. Try If you can't get in to see a regular doctor, go to a an urgent care center, you know, one of those walk-in clinics. You want to do that. Yep. Okay. okay. And perfect. get that. And then is, there, is there like a UTI or like bacterial vaginosis or specifically kidney infection? 
I think you've got a UTI, and I think it's going up into your kidneys, and that's why your back hurts. So what I did was I put anti-inflammatory energy. In, inflammation looks like red fog on body parts to me. Anti-inflammatory energies are all blue color. So I've done that, and then I've applied antibiotic energy, which looks like a hot pink like a fuchsia color, more pink than purple. But uh, go, to an, go to a walk-in clinic and go in the next 24 hours because I think this is going to ramp up and, and the, you, you don't want to mess around with a kidney infection. No. And you don't want to mess around with a UTI because those things are so painful. They're awful. No. Yeah. So if any of them are open tonight, go tonight. I would go get seen this evening. Okay. Okay. All okay. right. Hope you feel better. Thanks for calling. You bet. Oh, my gosh. UTIs. Ah, they are awful. All right. Let's go to Andrea next. Hi, Andrea. Oh, hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. I'm calling from Sacramento, California. You are so welcome. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, I do have a medical question as well. Okay. Um, I've had a couple of surgeries within the last six months. Um, there were for abscesses, and I am going to have an MRI soon. They haven't quite scheduled it yet, but I was hoping you might be able to tell me what's causing these. Mm-hmm. Where were the abscesses, Andrea? Uh, they're perirectal. Okay. All right. And are you still in pain? Have they... Have they healed since you had your surgeries? Um, for the most part, the last surgery was February 7th. So, mm-hmm. um, And the, I had the first surgery was in August, and that was really big. Um, I had drains mm-hmm. in for five and six weeks. So oh, it was major. Um, oh. Pain is kind of hit or miss right now. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what are your doctors saying? What do they think is the cause? I've got you on my radar now, but what are your doctors saying? I actually just saw the colorectal surgeon for the first time on Monday, or no, Tuesday, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, thinks it's a fistula, but he mm-hmm. wants to have an MRI done just to verify what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. I do have a history of colon cancer in my family, so I'm you know, trying to stay positive about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got you on my radar. I've got stem cell energy on the latest operative site where you had the latest surgery and earlier, what, a couple of weeks ago, right? Not even. Um, yeah. About 10 days ago. Yeah. A couple of weeks. Uh, all right. So got that going on. I'm getting that it's almost like it's starting, and I know it isn't a pressure sore, but that's what I'm getting, that it's reminding me of a pressure sore. So your immune system is not optimal, and the immune system is based in the gut. You know, that's your whole GI tract part of it, <laughs> but it's in the gut. And so if you email me, julie at askjulieryan.com, Andrea, I will send you a link to a gut biome test. You may have heard me talk about it before. It's a test that you can do at biome? home. It's a it's a gut biome test. It's a fancy word for a poop test, basically. But it's going to tell us, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. It's going to tell us 
what your ecosystem is in your gut, which again is where your immune system is based. And that's the food is the best medicine to get our guts healthy. So this is going to tell you based on your ecosystem in your gut, here are your superfoods, here are the foods for you to avoid, here's everything else. Incorporate these foods into your diet, these foods avoid. And some of the foods for you to avoid may be foods that you're eating because you think they're healthy. And they are healthy, but they're just not healthy for you right now with your gut biome the way that it is. So that's what I would recommend is work on it from the inside out. Get your immune system robust. Get your gut healthy. The rest of this is going to go away. It's all going to heal and you're not going to have a problem with it is what I'm getting. So I hope that helps. You bet. So email email me, julie at askjulieryan.com. Anybody that's listening, if you want the gut biome test link, it's a little bit of a discount. Email me. We'll get it to you. So I hope you feel better, Andrea. In the meantime, I added stem cell energy, as I mentioned, to your where your surgery was before. So that'll help it heal better, quicker, more completely. So I hope that helps. Wonderful. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Okay, let's go to Clay next. Hi, Clay. Hi, Julie. How are ya? I'm doing okay. How are you? Terrific. Thanks. Please tell everybody where you're located. I am out of Greer, South Carolina. Greer, South Carolina. All right. What's your question? Um, well, you helped me a lot recently um, with my dog, Tax, who just recently passed away. Um, and now, all of a sudden, my other dog, Rosie, is having some issues. And I just want to make sure, maybe out of, like, a lot of anxiety and stuff I'm having, obviously, because it's so fresh with Tax. But um, Rosie kind of, like, was showing symptoms of maybe like an injured leg or something so we took her to the vet and they did x-rays and said that everything's fine with her bones they found that the pain is more like along her chest and her upper abdomen so they did x-rays on that as well said they didn't see any like fractures no broken bones no nothing um no cancerous anything or whatever but when they ran blood work Um, They found inflammation and said that, you know, thankfully that was the only number that was high, um, but the inflammation was indicative of some sort of parasite internally. So Mm -hmm. now they are going to run some more tests next Tuesday to figure out exactly like what kind of parasite that is and if it's intestinal or if it's heartworms. And um, unfortunately, I regret to say I must not be the best dog dad with her not being on heart heartworm prevention recently. Um, but I need to know, I guess, if you can kind of look at her for a second and see, do I have anything that's like super severe that I need to be worried about? Is there anything that you can do um, real quick energetically, like before we go Tuesday? You know, kind of what am I dealing with? Because obviously my anxiety is out the roof, having just lost one dog, and now all of a sudden we have anything wrong with the other one. I'm kind of panicking. Yeah, sure. What kind of dog is Rosie Clay? She is some sort of like Collie Shepherd mix. 
Okay. I do not get that it's heartworms. And, you know, give yourself a little bit of a break because up until recently, there most dogs since the beginning of time didn't have heartworm medicine. So, you know, yeah. So I know. Just, I just always feel so guilty. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I, I get that it's not heartworm. It's more of a parasite that's intestinal that's going on. So what I've done is is there's I've got her on my radar. I connected to you and from you to her, to Rosie. I love her name. And there's when when it's parasites in the intestines, whether it's an animal or a, or a person, there's this laser that's used and it just zaps them. And so that's what I've done. And uh, we'll continue to do over the break. I hope she feels better. Stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back. And we'll get some more callers on and see what questions they have. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. And stay with us. Let's go to Lucille next. Hi, Lucille. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I am. Oh, sorry. I have people talking on this side. Um, I am going to ask. I've been having repetitive upper respiratory issues that will go away and then they'll come back, um, go away again. So can you like your magic and tell me what's going on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Where are you located? I'm in Greenville, Greer, South Carolina. Oh, wow. Like clay. Okay, great. Our last <laughs> caller. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. I'm connecting over to you. Have you been on antibiotics, Lucille? No, not anytime recently. I have okay. some. I was about self-dosing, but... hmm And is this just a recent phenomenon that you've had upper respiratory stuff going on? This round, no. Um, historically, I get... It kind of starts with bronchitis and turns into pneumonia. Um, oh, but geez. now we have the whole COVID layer that kind of makes things tricky. Um, yeah. So... I'm I'm seeing mold in your energy field. Are you... Do you have a mold issue in your home that you know of? Do you have anything that smells musty or moldy, or have you seen mold? What I'm doing is I'm clearing it out of your sinuses and out of your... I'm giving you a snotectomy. How's that for a medical term? I don't know that they teach that in medical school. I just made it up, but you get what I'm talking about, right? A snotectomy. So, yeah, yeah, Yeah. you got mold spores in there, girl. So, where's the mold? I'm wondering, we went to an Airbnb in Gatlinburg, and it um, it was very old and renovated, so I'm wondering if it was that. Probably, probably. I'm getting it out of your system right now. Get an air purifier, Lucille, and run it in your bedroom, and run it all night, and okay. run it all day. If you If it's too noisy for you to sleep, get some earplugs, because you want to make the air really pure where you're sleeping. 
that will help a lot. What I'm doing now is um is I've removed the mold. I'm doing a heavy metal detox. And imagine, this is so funny. This is how I always see the heavy metal detoxes happen. Imagine two U-shaped magnets side by side, and they're joined in the middle, and they're going up and down your body, and then they turn a quarter of a turn, and they go up and down your body, and they turn another quarter of a turn. Go up and down your body, and then one more turn. So they make a whole turn around, and they pull the, the There's lots of metals when I see mold toxicity. I'm not sure why, but I see it a lot. So uh, you want to do some detox stuff? Do you like broccoli? Yes. Yeah. Eat a bunch of broccoli. Like, you know, not in one sitting, but eat it, eat it pretty much every day or a lot. Anything in the cruciferous vegetable category. And then you may want to take activated charcoal. Look that up. It's a tablet, and and that'll absorb the toxins that come out of your body. The other thing you want to be sure is you want to be on vitamin C. I like ester C, Lucille, because it's buffered. It's easy on the stomach because it's not as acidic. So I would do ester C, 1,000 milligrams. I do 50 of zinc with it, and I do that three times a day because C is going to help you heal. Be sure that you're uh, taking lots of B12 and D3. Lots of D3. Eight to 10,000 I use of D3. And then you want to add some K2 with that as well, because that'll help you absorb it. Are you getting out in the sun at all? Are you getting sun on your skin? Not often. My work schedule not really permitting that. Okay. Well, try and get out in the sun, even if it's for 10 minutes. Get it on your face, get it on your skin, and that will help that D absorb, and that will help you get well. So, a lot of vitamins. Vitamins are going to help you. And and use, use the air purifier. It's mold is what's caused this. Okay. Okay. All righty. Hope you feel better. Thank you. You bet. Bye bye. Let's go to Pamela next. Hi, Pamela. Hello. Hey. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Welcome. Where are you located? I am in Ocean Beach, North Carolina. Terrific. Gosh, we've got three Carolina calls in a row. How may I help you? You know, I have been having a lot of issues with insomnia, and uh-huh. I just, I work third shift, and um, I just cannot sleep. Yeah. So anything you can pick up around that or any suggestions on, you know, what I can do. Mm-hmm. What time do you try and go to sleep? Do you go to sleep when you get home early in the morning? Yes, and that's the best time that I can sleep, but the most I can sleep is three hours, and so I'm really running three hours a day. Oh, my. Okay. Try GABA, G-A-B-A. It's something that will help you sleep. Do you take magnesium as well, Pamela? Yeah, I'll take the magnesium and um, like the omegas. Yeah, yeah. Do 
you have a routine that you do to calm your brain down when you get home? No. You may want to try that. Say say that again. I'll listen to, like, put on the music. Um, You know, that helps you sleep. Mm -hmm. What I'm getting is take a bath. Take a hot bath. And uh, you can listen to the music in the bathtub. Do something to relax because your brain is still really busy when you're getting in the bed. So yeah, I, come, I and, you know, I'll go back in the afternoon because, you know, I only sleep three hours. So then I'll go and try to sleep from like five until eight, but I can never go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So optimal would be when you get home. What time do you get home? About 8 in the morning? Yes, 7.30. Okay. And then what do you normally do? I'll, um, you know, just kind of take care of the things, see the cats and, you know, do all all of that stuff. And then, um, you know, I'll go up, up to uh, sleep. And, you know, I can pretty much sleep okay there, but it's only for three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Try GABA, try more magnesium, and try taking a hot bath before you get in the bed and listen to some relaxing music. And hopefully that'll help. Thanks for calling. All right, everybody. Time for another quick break. When we come back, we'll see who's next. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. So stay with us. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. back, everybody. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 667-770-1476, and the access code is 483-620-POUND. So if you ever have a question, just call in on a Thursday night, and we'll get you on. Press number of subconference. This information's available on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and in the show notes. You can download the show anywhere you get your podcasts, and we're also on YouTube and Alexa. Join for the subconference. To subscribe and leave a review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. 
Again, that's ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. Call-in details can also be found on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Also on Pinterest at Ask Julie Ryan. All my social media is at Ask Julie Ryan. We're also on YouTube and Alexa. And we're going to post a reminder the day of the show. Hey, here's the call-in number. So call in and ask your question. While you're on AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. It's a question somebody submitted online along with my answer. And it's always fun to see where they come in from and see what questions people have. It's all across the board on these questions. You can also schedule an appointment with me at AskJulieRyan.com. Then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want to discuss. We can talk, you know, I am a buffet of psychicness. So we can scan you medically, scan your pets, everything we do on the show. And we can cram a lot of stuff into an hour. Plus, it's a blast. We laugh a lot. Even if you've got something serious going on, my analogies are always really hilarious coming in from spirit at times and just to lighten the load. And I think the thing to remember is spirit is pure love and joy, and uh, we certainly are able to access it. So we can do past life stuff. We can talk to your deceased loved ones, talk to your deceased pets, spirit guides, angels, tell how close to death somebody is. I mean, we do it all. All righty. And then everything you need to know can be found at AskJulieRyan.com. I am working, as I mentioned before, I'm working on a new training. It's called Angels and Enlightenment Training. It's been a ton of work, you guys. Oh, my God. I had no idea when I was putting, started, when I got the idea. I was like, holy moly. But it's getting close. We'll release it in March. So be looking for that. It's going to be online, self-paced. All you're going to be able to do or all you're going to have the, the instruction on is going to be on communicating with spirit and then also on the 12 phases of transition. But the big kicker with this is you will have access to practice sessions. We've Right now, I've lined up eight of them a week in a bunch of different time zones that will cover pretty much the whole planet. And they will be my big training, the angelic attendant training graduates are going to facilitate those. So they will be hour-long sessions for the rest of your life, however long you want to do them. And that really ramps up your skills. Plus, it's an amazing community of people from around the world that you get to know and, and work with. And then there'll be a private Facebook group for the angelic or the Angels and Enlightenment training. So I've got AAT, that's Angelic Attendant Training. That's the big training. And I've got five spots left for that for the year. And then the online self-paced is going to be AET, Angels and Enlightenment Training. So be looking for that. Just giving you a heads up. Okay, this week, our question comes from Elaine. And Elaine lives in Raleigh, North Carolina. And she said, Hi, Julie. My parents passed away within 10 months of each other. My father's passing was difficult for my mother. She had COVID. And even though she thought she'd recover, she wanted to be with my father in heaven. The pandemic prevented valuable family moments. I couldn't travel to see my parents before they became ill, and I regret not spending more time with them. At the end, I was able to be with my mother at the hospital when she told the nurses that my father and some angels were around her. I now know my mom was not alone while passing to the spiritual world. She was with my dad, 
angels, her parents, and other family members. Did she suffer while did did she suffer while in the hospital? Is she now reunited with my father like she wanted? Please ask my mom to forgive me for not going to visit when she asked me to and tell both of my parents that I miss them every day and love them. Thanks, Elaine. Does that just pull at your heartstrings? It did mine. And here's my response. Hi, Elaine. My sincere condolences on the passing of your parents. You are absolutely right in believing your parents were surrounded by angels and the spirits of deceased loved ones and pets as they transitioned. In fact, no one dies alone. That's what I discuss in my book, Angelic Attendance, what really happens as we transition from this life into the next. And it's validated and corroborated by many healthcare, hospice, and funeral professionals. In addition, Christopher Kerr, MD, found close to 90% of end-of-life patients report seeing the spirits of deceased loved ones and pets in his book, Death is But a Dream. Regarding your questions, yes, yes, your mother is now reunited with your dad and all deceased family members, friends, and pets. Yes, she did suffer in the hospital and appreciates the care she received. As for your parents forgiving you for not spending more time with them, they said there wasn't anything to forgive. They wanted you to know they're always around you and your family and that they love you very much. To help you heal, you may want to write a letter using pen and paper. Don't use your computer for this. Do this with pen and paper the old-fashioned way. To your parents, write a letter to your parents and mention everything you've been feeling about your limited time with them and their passing. Include every thought and emotion you can think of and forget about spelling, grammar, etc. Just let your thoughts flow into the words you put on paper. Once finished, take the letter outside and burn it. Watch the smoke rise toward heaven and scatter the cooled ashes in your garden, knowing your parents are receiving this special gift from you. I believe you'll find this exercise to be comforting, healing, and emotionally joyful. I have people do that a lot when they have a deceased loved one, especially with this COVID stuff where they haven't had, a lot of people haven't had the opportunity to be with their loved one when they pass because they couldn't go into the hospitals or the nursing homes. And so I tell people to just write a letter. When you write it down on paper, you transfer the energy onto the paper. And then when you burn it, it releases it. Now, don't be putting burning hot embers into your garden because it may set it on fire, but let them cool and then just scatter them. And you're going to find it's really healing to do that. Something else, if you're with, if you're in a situation where you have a loved one that's in the hospital and they're dying or, or a nursing home and you can't be with them, envision yourself or sit down in a chair and envision, envision yourself with them and then say everything to them that you want to say, but just do it telepathically because your thoughts are going to connect with them. Because remember, our heads are big satellite dishes and they receive and they transmit frequencies. Every thought has a frequency, so does every spirit. So to connect with your loved one's spirit, whether it's still attached to their body or whether it's in heaven because they've already passed, all you have to do is think of them. And then that tunes your satellite dish head to their frequency and they'll get your information. So give that a try too. 
Thanks so much for submitting that question. I think it will, the information will be helpful, hopefully, to a lot of people that are in the same boat. All righty, let's go back to the phones and let's see who our next caller is. I believe it's Pat. Hi, Pat. Hi, how are you? I'm lovely. How are you? Good. Good to talk to you. I'm from Iowa. Terrific. Got a question for me? Okay. Yeah, quick one. Um, I've got some hip pain, which is causing me some difficulty, you know, trying to walk every day. Um, I'm having trouble I- hearing you, Pat. Can you put the phone closer to your mouth, please? Okay. Um, can you hear me better now? Yeah, a little. Just talk loudly. Okay. Bring the volume up. Okay. Just go ahead. Um, yeah. I have some hip pain, but I'm not sure if it's from my back or it's just from the hip joint. And I'm just trying to figure out how to handle it. PT doesn't seem to be helping at all. Okay. I heard hip pain and back pain. I didn't hear the rest of it. I, I just said that um, I've done physical therapy, but that doesn't seem to be helping. It's nothing different than what I'm already doing. Okay. All right. Let me get you on my radar and let's see if we can figure out what's going on. So here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading to you in Iowa. All right. Got you. Shooting energy through. It went to your left hip first. Does your left hip, does that seem to be bothering you the most? That's where the energy went. Oh, no, it's my right hip. Okay, well, it goes to your left. It went to your left hip. Sometimes the energy goes to the opposite side because that's the side that's picking up all the slack and it wants to work on it first to reinforce it. I have that happen all the time. Uh, it's at this point I just follow where the energy goes. All right, so I wa- I'm watching a spiral of energy spinning in your left hip. I'm watching a chiropractic adjustment first happening on your low back. Have you ever been to a chiropractor, Pat? Probably every week, yeah. Every week. Okay. So your pelvis, you're a bit of a twisted sister. I'm watching your pelvis. I watched your pelvis get adjusted. All right, let me go to the right hip and see what's going on there. I'm going to hold you over for the break, Pat. I'm going to work on you on the break, and when we come back, I'll give you a report. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and I'll be right back. Before the break, we were talking with Pat. Pat, I worked on you over the break, and here's what I got. I told you I'd give you a report after the break, so here's my report. Uh, you're, You're tilting to the right. I'm seeing some vertebral collapse in your back, low back. So I propped up your vertebrae, used stem cell energy to generate some new disc material to hold them in place, installed this little netting that looks like a 
goldfish net that you get a goldfish out of a fishbowl to hold those discs in place. So I did that, number one. Number two, on the hip, what it looks like to me is you're leaning to the right, so it's putting pressure on that hip. So by getting your back back, getting your back back in alignment uh, with the disc, it brought the pressure back off of the right hip. It's almost like if you've got something heavy leaning on your hip, it's putting pressure on your hip. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And then what I did was once we got the back up and got the pressure off of your right hip, then I injected stem cell energy into your hip to add some more cartilage and padding. So hopefully that will help relieve some of the pain for you. And uh, I, I, I also would stay very low on the food chain, stay away from anything processed because that's exacerbating it, it's causing inflammation. Stay away from sugar, anything that's refined. And uh, if God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, do your best to avoid it. Because inflammation a lot of the time comes from the gut too. Even if we've got orthopedic things happening, we exacerbate it with the inflammation from the gut. So I hope that helps, and I hope you feel better. Great. Thanks. Thank you so Thanks much. for calling. All righty. Let's go to Rosa next. Hi, Rosa. Hi, Rosa. Are you there? Hello, hello. There you are. Hi, Rosa. Maybe? Maybe not. Okay, let's go to Karis then. Hi, Karis. Hi. How are you, girl? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I love your name. Thank you. I do too. I just started to like it recently, actually. Is it? Where'd your Where'd your parents come up with that? Is it a family name or something? No, my mom says that when she was pregnant with me, she went to the doctor, and while she was in the waiting room, she was reading Rolling Stone magazine, and Mick Jagger, <laughs> his daughters, Paris and Jade, and then when she went in, they told her she was in labor, so it was like the last name she heard. Oh, my God. How funny. I I have a fun story about names. My One of my best friends, Beth, her son, Nick, when she was pregnant with her mm-hmm. daughter, uh, he said uh, her name's Samantha, and this kid was two. And my friend Beth, who's hilarious, she goes, "It's not like this kid was watching Bewitched or anything. Where he never heard the word Samantha before. So yeah. when when Sammy was born, they they well they call her Manny. They used to call her Sammy, and then it switched to Manny. But when Samantha was born, they named her Samantha Nicole because her big brother Nick named her. Isn't that a great story? I know. It's just, you know, from the mouths of babes. Well, where are you located, Miss Karis? Uh, I'm located in Hazlitt, New Jersey, but I'm actually calling about my best friend who's currently in the hospital in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Okay. What's going on? Um, well, she's been in the hospital for like three weeks now. She has sickle cell anemia. Oh, boy. Complications from that is intubated. That's the intubation, and um, we were just wondering her whole her godmother, all her hands, everybody's listening right now, and we were wondering how we can help her, what does she need, 
Yeah. What's her What's her name, Karis? Her name is Janina. Say it again. Janina. Spell it for me. Y a n i n a. Okay, Janina. Hi. Oh, she got. She's got an exotic name like you. All right. Two exotic girls together. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to connect into you and then from you to her. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama. Heading up to you you in New Jersey. All right. Got you. Got you, Nina. All right. Nina, I'm talking to Karis. Is it okay if I scan you energetically? She goes, of course. Okay, cool. Good job setting that up. All right. What I'm watching happen is I'm watching a DNA healing, Harris. So X chromosome, you know, girls have two X's, boys have an X and a Y. I see strands of DNA come out of the chromosome. They look like pieces of paper you'd see on a inside a fortune cookie with the fortune written on them. They are comprised of four nucleic acids, ATCG are the letters that represent them. I'm watching the letters get rearranged on the strip. What okay. we're doing is we're we're correcting mutations in the DNA. That's the recipe that tells the cells how to behave. There are three strands that have come out. So imagine playing Scrabble, Karis, in warp speed. You know, you move the letters up and over to form a word. That's what I'm watching happen. Have you ever seen a movie where the computer code's running across the screen really fast? That's kind of what it looks like, too. Yeah. So I'm watching that. When the strand's reconfigured back to a normal recipe, it snaps back in. First strand's already gone back in. Second one just went back in. Third one's reconfiguring. It just snapped back in. Okay. Chromosome went back into her body. All right. So her spirit's in her body. That's the good news. She's not dying because I wouldn't be able to work on her if she was because I need the spirit in the body so that I can connect with the energy. It's like... If the spirit's out of the body, it's like I'm looking at an x-ray in a pit black room without any electricity. You know, I can't see anything. So that's the good news. Does she seem to be dying? No. She's doing okay, better good. at first, and she's not intubated anymore. But in the last, like, couple of days, she's just been very lethargic, and we don't know what's going on with her. Like, we don't know why. She, like, she's not mm-hmm. eating. Want to eat? She's saying no. Um, just doesn't have any energy. So we want to yeah. know what and how we can help. Yeah. Well, I think her body's just trying to heal. And sometimes, when our bodies are trying to heal, Karis, it doesn't. We don't want to eat because it takes a lot of energy to process the food to digest the food. So she's in her body, and hopefully that any- DNA healing will help. So I hope she feels better and uh, gets out of the hospital soon. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. Welcome back, everybody. Our next caller is Jen. Hi, Jen. Hey, Julie. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. Terrific. Where are you? I am in Long Beach, California. Okay, terrific. You got a question for me? I absolutely do. So I have a job where I am compensated well, but I don't enjoy what I'm doing. And I was wondering if you could point me in the right direction as to how I can find my life purpose. 
Sure. Yeah, absolutely. If you were a trust fund baby and money wasn't an issue and you had more money than you could ever spend in your whole life, what would you do for fun? For fun? I love being out on the beach, but what I've been doing lately is I've been taking food to the Long Beach Rescue Mission, and I love seeing that people get fed. And so I I would love to find a way to somehow make money and feed people. Like I was thinking about there's so much food waste that happens every single day at various restaurants and uh, grocery stores. So how do we take that and somehow organize it to get it out to people who need it? Well, there's your answer. You've answered your own question, my girl. Yeah. If if we focus on, I always say, if you were a trust fund baby and you had more money than you could ever spend in your life, what would you do for fun? Because when we're in alignment with our spirit, we're doing things that we enjoy, Jen, and it's not a slog. And then things just unfold elegantly and we follow where we're led. None of us comes in with a roadmap. Like you're going to do this at six and then you're going to do this at 10 and then you're going to progress and you're going to be on your life's path. We make it up as we go based on how we're feeling. If we feel neutral or good, you know, you're in alignment. If you feel badly, you know, the two minute rule. You ask us, is this going to kill me in the next two minutes? If it is, get out of the road before the bus runs you over. If it isn't, you know, it's most likely a fake fear. As soon as you ask that question, you get back into alignment. You lessen the the um, fear, and then you can take action on it. So what can you do to take action on putting something like that together or finding something perhaps that's already in place that you can join? Well, there's... I'm sure I can do some searches online and my husband's a web developer. And so I thought about incentivizing some of the restaurants and fast food places and so that they would get some kind of like tax incentive back. And then we would just need to figure out how to utilize the app and get the food out to people that could use it. Yep. One step at a time. And you're going to be led. Trust that the people that you need to show up are going to show up when you need them. Start doing some research. doesn't mean that you have to have all the answers in the next five minutes. Take a step. You'll get some information. You're going to be led to another step. Take that step. You've always got to continue to take action, and that's how you create. And in the meantime, the job that you're in currently, you can do this very part-time while you're setting it up, and then you're, you're going to be led. It's all going to unfold perfectly. If somebody would have told me, 25 years ago that I'd be living in Alabama, number one, and number two, that I'd be doing woo-woo pretty much full-time, I'd say, what are you smoking? I'm not doing either one of those. And look, here I am. And I love living here. So we're, we're led where we're supposed to go one step at a time. Yeah. And when you just trust that the people that you need to show up in the situations are all going to happen right when you need them and we're all taken care of, it'll all work. So keep us posted. Send Absolutely. me some stuff and I'll I'll share it on my social media stuff. I'll help you. Fantastic. Thank you so much. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Okay, let's go to Kate next. Hi, Kate. Hi, Julie. Hi, girl. Where are you? Where are you located? Me? Yes, ma'am. I'm in, in I'm in Philadelphia. Okay, great. 
What's your question? Um, I'm, a, I'm a widow. I've been widowed two years, and I'd like to see if you could tune into my, my husband, Walt. Yeah, sure. As soon as you mention him, he comes right in. Did you have a question for him? I want to know if he's happy. Yeah, he's in heaven. Doesn't get any better than that. Who's John? He's talking about somebody named John. Who's John? He has a brother, John. Okay, something to do with John. Uh, are you in touch with John? Not really. Okay, he says he he acts like an idiot sometimes. <laughs> Pretty funny. Um, spirits, you know, spirits are yeah. pure love, and he's laughing when he says it. So he's saying it, not that, you know, not that it's a judgment thing, but he's saying it kind of as a joke. Does he act like an idiot sometimes? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay. Ha! All right. What do you want her to know about John? Uh, all right, so... He's saying reach out to him just to say hello. There's something going on. He wants you to reach out to him. Okay. Have you dated at all, Kate? No. Are you interested in dating? Um, If I could run into someone nice. Well, yeah, I wouldn't expect to go out with somebody who's awful, who's mean. Uh, yeah, he's saying he's saying he's saying to um, to get out there and uh, put yourself in a position to meet people because he says you tend to be a little bit of a hermit. Is that true? Well, I think everybody's been a hermit during covid. But are you a hermit before covid? Um, I'm actually uh, going to interview for a, a nurse job next week. Great. It's not like sure. I, I wouldn't meet anybody eligible. It's a girl's school, you know, that kind of thing. But I'll be out there. You don't know that. You don't know that there may be a parent that's a widower or something or divorced. So be open. You're right. Be open. Yeah. Right. He wants you to be open to dating. Wow. That's, that's kind of big because uh, we talked about things like that and he wasn't open to that. It's interesting that he's saying that to you. Yeah, but that was when he was in human form. Now he's in spirit, which is pure love. So all the human, you know, emotion and stuff stays with the body when somebody dies. Let me tell you this quick story. One of my best friend's husband died a few months ago. And before they died, he said, I'm going to send you a placeholder till we can be together in heaven again. And she was kind of laughing. And she said, OK, how will I know he's from you? And he said, look for the mermaid. She thought, well, that's bizarre. So anyways, so he passes. She's doing her you know, getting the estate settled and all that jazz. She goes out with this guy, Kate, and she, this guy's a, a retired pilot from one of the big airlines and he has his own plane. So he takes her to his hangar to show her the plane. It's got a mermaid on the tail and she's dating him. Wow. I'm just telling you. So they, those signs come in and John's saying to, uh, you know, to, Get yourself out there and be open to dating. So there you go. Did you have another question for him? Yep. Um, 
Oh, I get, I have a million, but I can't think of anything right now. <laughs> okay. Well, schedule an appointment with me, and then we can talk to him for a whole hour. And it'll be really fun. It's so fun what they come up with. We It's like we prime the pump, Kate. And then what's going to happen is Walt's just going to start talking like he has already. They come in with yeah. all kinds of fun stories. Yeah, fun things and, nice. and all that. But but reach out yeah. to his brother. He wants Funny. you to reach out to his brother. Just He said not for any reason other than just to say hello and tell him you were thinking about him. Maybe he's going through a tough time. Okay. I will. All right. Thanks for calling. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go to Lourdes next. Hi, Lourdes. Did I say your name right? Yes. Good. Yes. Terrific. Yes, you did. Terrific. I must be psychic or something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am calling... Because I have my niece in the hospital. No. She has been in the hospital for the past three weeks. Um, her name is Janina Cruz Miko. Okay. And what we, we are at a loss at this point. She was uh, not doing very well, but she begins to improve. However... We just want to know what does she need? What is going on with her brain? Does she have something that she wants to say to my sister, her mom, to her husband, Eric? You know, how can the doctors and my sister, her husband, how can they help her? You know, is there something she wants to eat and she doesn't, cannot express it? Like, what, what can we do? What can we do to help her to come back to us? Her baby Carson, she has a, a little baby, he's four months old, and it's been a very trying time, of course, but mm-hmm. we're hopeful that things will continue to improve, but we just want to know what, if anything, can we do to help her? Okay, so a couple of things have come in. First of all, where are you located? Oh, yes, well, we're in Norcross, Georgia, not so far from Atlanta. Okay, yeah. All right, you're not far from me. You're a couple hours from me in Sweet Home, Alabama. Yeah. I'm going to hold you over for the break, Lourdes, and then I'm going to, uh, I got some information. I'll have more for you when we come back from the break. So stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll see what's going on with Lourdes' niece when we come back. Before the break, we were talking with Lourdes about her niece. And um, Lourdes, does yes, she I have... Julie. Say that again. I said hi, Julie. <laughs> hi. <laughs> hi, girl. Uh, does she have encephalitis? Her brain's swollen. No, she has She has sickle cell. She's That's got encephalitis she in had her brain. She had a very, very, very... She got encephalitis. Oh. Yeah. Her brain's swollen. That's the big issue. Is what I'm oh. seeing. 
the sickle cell didn't come up at all. I spent this whole break working on her brain. Her brain's really swollen, and it's a viral infection. And so what I did was I applied, I got the virus out, and then I uh, did a lymph cleanse on her, which lymph cleanses are interesting. Lymph fluid, Lourdes, looks like kind of a light amber-colored fluid, and it reminds me of the fluid that used to be in lava lamps. Are you old enough to remember what a lava lamp looks like? Yes, yes, ma'am. Yeah, kind of globby. And so there are two holes, one on, at the bottom of each foot. And imagine the lymph system is in a pneumatic tube, and it's circling around her body. It reminds me of when you drive up to the the um, bank, the drive through at the bank, and you put the little container in that gets sucked up in that clear tube, you know, into the building. And okay. then do whatever yeah. you need. So imagine that's what what's happening and it's like a reverse osmosis healing because the the toxins and stuff in her lymph system go out those holes in the bottom of her foot but the lymph stays in like you'd get a bottle of purified water Dasani Aquafina and it'll say reverse osmosis that's what this is it's a reverse osmosis thing it gets the impurities out of the water but it saves the fluid that's what I'm watching happen with that, I watched that. I did the lymph cleanse. I applied anti-inflammatory energy. What you can do for her is she's saying, help help take care of her family. So it sounds like she's got a husband and a baby, at least. Does she have other children? She does. Okay. No, they have one baby. One baby. Hardly. So your mom's help, or your, or your sister's helping her mom's helping with that? Um, my sister and um, her mother-in-law, her husband's uh, mom, are healthy. Now, okay. should we then tell the doctor to check her encephalitis? Well, I, yeah. I, when you were telling me about her, what I was getting was her brain is swollen. Does she seem to be coherent? Is she lethargic? What's what's her symptom? Um, from what my sister tells us, she... Has opened her eyes, but she's got like a, a like a, it's like a stare, mm-hmm. um, and that concerns her a lot. My sister, sure, um, she's been yeah. sleeping a lot, and she has been lethargic. Yes, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just the stare. Yeah, well, yeah. The, the good news is she, her spirit's in her body again. As I mentioned before, if her spirit was out of her body, I wouldn't be able to scan her because it'd be like looking at an X-ray in a pitch black room. Like with no electricity, so okay. she she's not dying at the moment. She's not talking either. Okay. She's not what? I'm sorry. She's not talking. She's, she's not, not talking. talking. Yeah, I'm getting swollen brain. I I got encephalitis really loudly, Lourdes. So okay. And so that's what the healing was. The sickle cell did not come into the picture at all. It was all about her brain being swollen. Okay. Okay. So, I all right. That so helps. we will uh, talk to the doctor and let them know that maybe they need to check about that. Yeah. It just and just ask. Just go. Well, could this be? Is her brain swollen? Could this be like a viral thing, like encephalitis or something? Just say it in conversation and see. Okay. And it, and let's just ask you this real quick about uh, a medication, like 
It's, I think it's called Aquaclover. Aquaclover. Do you know anything about that? I don't. Clover, Is she on I, it now? Okay. Okay. Is she on it um, now? I think she is because she had some uh, herpes uh, in her mouth. Yeah. Well, guess what? That's one of the causes of encephalitis is the herpes virus. Look up encephalitis on go- on okay. the Internet. That's one of the causes. Okay. So it may be something that they're missing. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. Uh, I hope that helps. Right. Well, we she... make sure that the doctor checks for that. Well, just just ask in conversation. Is there something? Is it a possibility? Since she had herpes, you know, does she is her brain swollen? Could she? Could it be an encephalitis thing? And and just okay. bring it up. Bring it up that way. Are you? Yes. Are you, are you guys able to uh, visit her in the hospital? Well, just my sister, you know, the, 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 her parents and siblings and, of course, her husband. That's it. Okay. Is she in ICU or is she in a regular room? Not anymore. She was uh, taken out of ICU, so she's in a private room right now. Mm-hmm. Are they going to move her to a care facility or leave her in the hospital, do you think? I do not know at this time. Why? Uh-huh. Well, I'm just wondering, because normally they won't keep them in there, you know, indefinitely. Right. Um, so, right. and how long How long did you say she's been in the hospital, Lourdes? Uh, she's been in there three weeks. Yeah, she a long time. came out of ICU, I want to say it was, um, was it earlier this week, Michelle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when did she have the herpes infection? Um, I think those sores came out uh, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. There's something. There's more to the story that they're not getting. They're missing. Yeah, they're missing something. This was Saturday. The herpes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope that information helps, and I hope she feels better. Thanks for calling. All right, everybody, that's it for this week. There are a bunch of people I didn't get on, so please call back next week and let me know that you didn't get on. I'll do my best to get you on next week. Thanks to everybody that took the time to call in. Thanks for watching and listening. Hope you have a wonderful weekend and a terrific next early next week. I'll meet you back here Thursday night. Sending you lots of love from Sweet Home Alabama. Mwah. Bye, everybody. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.